0: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Kelly S., that's with an E-Y, and I am Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Today's Friday, December the 14th, 2018, and today we are reading in the big book. We are in Forward to the First Edition. We're in the second paragraph that says it is important that we remain anonymous. We're going to be reading through three paragraphs ending with, uh, we shall be greatly handicapped, and we'll be commenting commenting on all three paragraphs. Our readers for the 12 steps today, Marion H., 12 traditions, Janice B., readers of the text, Barbara E., Jen A., Lauren N., newcomer greeter today will be Chrissy G., and the um, host, second hour, Deb W., the reference numbers for December 13th, yesterday, 2018, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, 1-2-2-9-7, 1-2-2-9-7, 12297, 2, 12297, 2, and the 10 AM Eastern time, 12299. 2, 12299. 2, 2, 9, 9. So the OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. OA's fifth tradition states, quote, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers, end quote. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Marion H. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Marion.
1: Good morning, Kelly. Thank you so much for letting me do service. This is Marion H. from Boynton Beach, Florida. Uh, the Twelve Steps: We admitted we were powerless over food, over alcohol, and that our lives had become unmanageable. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three. Made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overreaders and to practice these principles in all our prayers. Thank you so much for letting me uh, do service. Have a blessed day, everyone, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Marion H. And I will now ask Janice B to read our 12 traditions. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Janice.
2: Janice, are you there? Star
3: one. Janice, I don't hear you. Okay. Yes.
4: Okay. All right. So are you
0: there? You're cutting me? out. Now oh. I can. Now you. Now okay. I can.
4: Okay, good. All right. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you. Good morning, Visionaries. This is Janice B, recovering compulsive Overeater in Vermont. Thank you for letting me do service.
0: Thank you, GNSB. And somebody just cleared their throat, so they need to press star one, please. Um, Okay, so here's how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. So today we're in the big book, and we are in forward to the first edition. We're there in the middle of the page. Uh, We're on page X, I, I, I. And uh, it starts with, it is important that we remain anonymous. We're going to be reading through three paragraphs, ending with, uh, we shall be greatly handicapped. And comments will be on those three paragraphs. And Barbara E. will begin our reading. Good morning, Barbara.
5: Good morning, and thank you so much for allowing me to do this service today. It is important that we remain anonymous because we are too few at present to handle the overwhelming number of personal appeals which may result from this publication. Being mostly business or professional folk, we could not well carry on our occupation in such an event. We would like it understood that our alcoholic work is an avocation when writing or speaking publicly about alcoholism we urge each of our fellowship to to omit his personal name designating himself as a member of alcoholics anonymous very earnestly we ask the press also to observe this request for otherwise we shall be greatly handicapped every a group believes that the principle of anonymity is of momentous significance it reminds us to place sorry I forgot to start my timer it reminds us to place principles before personalities and to practice genuine humility it doesn't matter whether one is a doctor or a professor or a high school dropout We are all part of a great whole, and if we all light a tiny candle, we can light up the sky. The tradition of anonymity keeps us focused on the principle or ground rule and keeps us feeling safe to speak our truth and to carry the message of recovery and hope by sharing our experiences with other compulsive overeaters who are still out there unsure if this 12-step program might work for them. That's why we must never be drawn into outside issues and be fully self-supporting so that our motives remain pure. When I first joined OA, I truly wished and believed that one day soon I'd be able to control my food and you'd love me for it. All I needed was to be thin. Guess what? It didn't work. I was finally able to get to a stable body weight. But I was not a kinder more loving human being I still felt alone on a sinking ship and that no one would be there to throw me a life vest I certainly didn't feel of value to society so finally I just gave up and said here I am God a mass of imperfections and I sure could use your help maybe you could be the one to throw me a life vest I was really sick of being angry and self-centered and self-seeking and filled with the delusion that one day I'd be able to control my eating and my life and yours too. That notion sure wasn't working too well. I'd always thought I was the victim, but finally I had to accept that I was not the victim in the production called life. I was not, I was not the protagonist, but more the antagonist. I needed to change. I needed God to help me become less interested in me and my wants and more interested with what I could do for you. And by doing so, I would and could be more a part of life and feel the joy of waking up in the morning eager to get on with my day, free of the desire to stuff myself with food to self-medicate and force people and life to my will. Life is a journey filled with ups and downs, but today life in its entirety is beautiful. I am filled with gratitude. I may never meet you in person, but I know you and you know me. That's a glorious feeling. We can be ourselves here. The principle of anonymity helps me to be honest with you and finally with myself. And I apologize for that noise from the background somewhere.
0: Not me. Thank you, Barbara, for your share. Uh, Please make sure everybody's phone is star one muted. Except right now, unless you're wanting to share, we are uh, getting ready to open up for shares on the three paragraphs that were just read on forward to the first edition. Who would like to share?
2: Harlan Jean.
0: Larry Larry K. Harlan Larry. Lance.
6: Anybody else? Sarah C. Who is that? Sarah C.
2: Sarah C. Yep. Okay. Do I hear somebody after Sarah?
4: What part are we reading?
0: We are on forward to the first edition, XIII. We're in the middle of the page, second paragraph. It is important. Reading through three paragraphs, winning with... We should be greatly handicapped. I have room for one or two more people if anybody else wants to share.
7: Lori A.
0: Lori A. Let's just stop there. That seems like a good lineup for now. If everybody will please press star one, make sure you're muted. And we will start out with Harlan G. Followed by Larry K. Good morning, Harlan.
2: Good morning, Kelly. Thank you very much for your service and. Thank you to Team Friday for making this magnificent meeting possible. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. Let's take a look at the historical context of this forward to the first edition. Written in nineteen thirty-nine, two months before the public before the printing date. So this would be Uh, February of 1939, what was happening simultaneous to this writing? What was happening as they wrote the foreword was the Oxford group was pushing the alcoholics out and the alcoholics were pulling away. And the alcoholics knew that anonymity had to protect the society from the individual and protect the individual from the society. But What was also different in 1939, that is that we don't see today in 2018 as we hit 2019, is the stigma of alcoholism was quite different then than it is today. They did not want non-alcoholics coming into the meetings to report on who they had seen there. The word sponsor was used very differently. It's not in the book. The word sponsor appears in the stories, but it does not appear in the text of the book. Sponsor in those days meant somebody that vouched for you that indeed corroborated that you were indeed an alcoholic. And so that they knew, okay, this guy's okay. He's an alcoholic. And the reason was they were scared because they had no history of being Alcoholics Anonymous. The ink wasn't in their charter, and they were just going along in a sort of do-it-test-it-fix-it phase. And so anonymity was extremely important, and most of these guys were having trouble doing anything except staying sober, and they couldn't handle all this stuff. And so the time was very, very different than what we see today. And so this is why we have the appeal for anonymity so early on in the book, because it was vital for the survival, not only of the individual, but it was vital for the survival of the organization, fledgling and infant as it was at that time. And thank God they made it through that phase. And with that, I will pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Harlan G., for your share. Next up is Larry K., followed by Lance L.
8: Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Kelly. Thanks for your service. I'm going to piggyback on what Harlan had to say. You know, anonymity, uh, my, my personal anonymity is my choice. I don't get to choose your anonymity for sure. For me, this battleground, you know, of disease demands, you know, that I that I shed my armor rather than use it for protection. Now that's my choice. And vulnerability actually is is my greatest weapon when I'm brave enough to use it. So so I choose to be on the firing line today, you know, and that's something that God did for me and I have a desire to do it. If we look at the history of AA, Harlan talked a little bit about that you know, anonymity served uh, some different, you know, different yet equally vital functions. On the personal level, you know, it provided the protection because um, there was the stigma attached to identification as alcoholics at that time. Now, what I will tell you is that the people that I know who have recovered from this disease have been lifted from a space of of shame about who they are to a space of acceptance and, and compassion for who they were. They're not the same people anymore. They have compassion and acceptance for that. There's no more desire for them to be a slave to sort of safeguarding this previously shameful secret because the feeling of shame has been lifted from them. You know, they, 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 they no longer regret the past because they're no longer carrying the shame associated with the past. Now, when I was still practicing the disease in OA, still living a secret life, incongruent, my walk and talk didn't really align very well. Well, it stood to reason that that you know one sign of that uh, condition was the shame that I still carried. It was like a boulder strapped to my back. You know, when I was around for for a time, if I knew in my heart of heart hearts that I you know, that I was still into the food and so forth and still, you know, pretending, playing pretend, pretending to change. Well, then, yeah, I had a chilling white-knuckled abstinence and I was holding my breath underwater and shame was my constant companion. You know, thus anonymity, you know, was my true north in the sense that I had a strong desire to stay hidden. Not today. I'm changed authentically by the grace of God. And someone's unmuted, but that's okay. That's why we say you can't give away something you haven't got. You know, people can intuitively hear and feel and see disease, they can also easily hear and feel and see recovery. It's transparent, it's undisguised, and it's unconcealed. So today I choose my personal anonymity. I want to be on the firing line today. With that, I pass. Thanks, Kelly.
0: Thank you so much, Larry K. Next up, Lance L. followed by Sarah C.
9: Good morning, Lance. Good morning. Thank you for your service. This is Lance L. I'm a recovered compulsive overheater from California. And uh, besides the fact...
2: I lost you, Lance. Press star one.
3: Hello?
9: I can hear you now. Okay, great, great. (laughs) Um, I was saying, um, besides the fact that I became recovered through constant action in these steps, um, I still think alcoholically. And part of that alcoholic thinking is very undisciplined. And um, the mental twist has taken me to an area where I was... uh, relying only on what I had and, and nothing on what the fellowship teaches me. Um, it, it sounds like in these, in these paragraphs that we're talking about traditions. So the traditions are the foundations here that keep this group together, that keep the steps on firm ground. Um, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all of our traditions. You know, I was once told that... Uh, the traditions we can work in our own lives if we're those undisciplined alcoholics. <clears throat> I have very few principles in my life that I stand firm on. And these traditions, having these traditions in my own life is, is a tool that I can also use. Uh, there is also a long form of the 12, 12 traditions starting on page 563. 565, we read the 12th long-form tradition, and it says, and finally, we of Alcoholics Anonymous believe that the principle of anonymity has an immense spiritual significance. It reminds us that we are to place principles before personalities, that we are actually to practice a genuine humility. This, to the end, that our great blessings may never spoil us, that we shall forever live in thankful contemplation for him who presides over all us, over us all. My humility went out the window in this past week, and I started to rely on my confidence of how recovered I I am, and it started to drive me away from this program and away from speaking on this line. I was in contact with no one. I had read nothing. I was under the impression that I was good to go. And without a firm spiritual foundation, I probably would not have come back to this line. All I was doing was listening and in guilt and shame for my decisions. And that's exactly where I was when I was knocking food down my throat. It's exactly where I was when I was isolating I was constantly in my mind and not helping others so this uh, long form of the 12 traditions anonymity the the 12 traditions uh, is my foundation that keeps my time on firm ground I thank you very much and have a wonderful day thank you
0: Lance L next up is Sarah C followed by Lori A good morning Sarah
10: Hi, good morning. Um, thank you. Uh, Sarah C. Um, Compulsive Overeater in um, Connecticut. I, I okay, I'm so grateful that I'm joining as you're starting the book. Um, I joined a little while ago. Um, I've been, I've known about the program for years. I've come into this um, I've known about A Vision For You for less than a year and I just I keep coming back to this meeting because it's just—it's so professional, right? Being mostly business and professional folk, I, the, the positivity, but the, the professional manner in which this meeting is run is just so empowering to me. You—you know, I thought I'll get on here at seven o'clock and I'm on time, but nope, I must have been at seven o—you know, seven minutes and. Ten seconds because the meeting had already started, and I love that. I work so hard at um, trying to keep to my time, trying to keep to my friend's time, um, and I I'm, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. I'm struggling with accepting that this is who I am. I'm struggling with, you know, I'm I'm really still spot on on step one, but um, my my struggle is mostly that I've overcommitted myself on so many levels. Um, right, the alcoholic work is an avocation um, they didn't say anything about you know they wanted to keep the anonymity because it's an avocation because it's something that they're you know they're being they're, they're business folk and and i have my sponsor wants me to meet with somebody in person, and the closest meeting to where I live is. A 15 minutes no it's a 30 minute drive each way and i just i can't get to a meeting um and my time commitments at night are such that i can't get to a phone meeting but i need to make these meetings happen myself i need it to be for now more than an avocation or an avocation that is serious and 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 done for me because this this is it speaks so highly to me it speaks so right to me and i just love the positivity on this line um and I hate the fact that I made plans to go on a walk with a friend, um, actually a run with a friend at six in the morning and she called me at five thirty and I missed all of her calls because I was up um doing binge eating till end also while avoiding my schoolwork and everything I needed to do until four in the morning. I couldn't possibly up be up at, at five thirty if I was up till four, but I thought I could be superhuman and that's part of my disease, right? That I had this allergy of the mind and I had this way of thinking that I'm still trying to correct. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you because, A, this is the first time I'm sharing in a weekly meeting. Um, and this is also, oh, I, just, I just wanted to say thank you for all the positivity and all the strength that I hear from all of your voices. And I want some of that. So um, I'm grateful to the meeting. I'm grateful to the fact that you guys are starting all this and that I can be a part of it. I have what to learn still, and I will keep coming back, so thank you, and I passed.
0: Thank you, Sarah
7: C. Thank
10: you for your share. And next up is Lori A., and
0: then we'll be opening it up again for more shares. Good morning, Lori.
7: Good morning. How you doing, Kelly? Good to hear you Great. Um mm-hmm. So good to be here, and I just want to thank everybody for your service, and uh, you guys are just absolutely fantastic. I've only been part of you guys for the middle of since the middle of November, but I'm really like Sarah said really grateful to be here at the beginning of the book. Um, I can't believe that um, we're here at this part about anonymity because I remember when I was new in program, I was um, staying at this treatment house and um, and they wanted me to promote this treatment house, and you know, at the time I was a member um, of a different program, but the same the same um, aspect of anonymity applies. And uh, I was on TV, so they had everything blocked out, and you know that we did this bit for like three um, times, and the executive director of the house noticed that I was getting a bit of an ego. So they said, well, I think that Rose, the anonymity name has to retire now because you know, I didn't have any humility (laughs) and you know, I heard, um, I think it was Lance talking about humility and that's what I, I know for me that I can really get arrogant and I, um, forget that anonymity is all about humility and practicing the principles of all our steps. And I also forget that anonymity means principles above personalities. I can go into a meeting and judge this person and this person and this person and this person and, this person and forget that it's principles over personalities. So I have to constantly be looking at me, constantly be working my camps, constantly be um you know reaching out to my higher power um because i know i have no mental defense against the first bite um and i i belong to aa as well and sometimes well especially this week um a few of them were saying oh my gosh laura you look so good and in that situation i will tell them you know why so that in case because you know a lot of outkeys love their sweets, right? I will tell them, you know, well, this is how it happened. Um, uh, because it's because of Overeaters Anonymous that, you know, I've lost that weight. It's got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with my higher power and um, everything that I, you guys did and, you know, and the um, help that I got in this program. So I just want to say good morning. Thank you for letting me share, and thank you for your service. You have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: Perfect timing. Thank you, Lori A., for your share. So if you're just joining us, uh, we are in forward to the first edition, page XIII. Middle of the page, second paragraph, it is important that we remain anonymous, reading through three paragraphs, ending with... We shall be greatly handicapped in commenting on all three. Who would like to share? Siobhan G.
11: Anita L
0: Charles H Craig F okay. Anita, Anita L. L Connecticut. I heard somebody from C. Connecticut. Naomi B. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Siobhan C. I heard. So- hang on just a minute, please. I heard somebody from Connecticut. Who was
7: it? The D.
12: Linda D.
0: Gotcha, Linda. (laughs) All right. Well, let's stop there, please. If everybody would please press star one. There's a lot of background noise. Make sure your phone is muted. Let me give you the lineup I have now. I have Charles H., Craig F., Anita L., Linda D., Melissa C., Naomi B., Mara Z. So, uh, again, press star one so we can have a nice, quiet meeting. We'll get started with Charles H., followed by Craig F. Good morning, Charles.
3: Thank you very much, Kelly F. This is Charles H. I'm a recovery compulsive overeater. Um, for me, the traditions uh, teach me to, to to not create homicide, and the steps teach me not to create suicide. Um, there's some, this there, you know, th- these 12 steps are amazing. Like, 12-step programs are amazing, especially... When I followed the tradition, when I first came in, I broke everything, I broke, I broke traditions, concepts, you me, everybody else. But these traditions um, you know, there is more work after, after step work there is, um, because the group is the most important vehicle, and I'm telling you, I used to poke holes. If the group was a boat, I used to poke holes up in it. Why are they doing this? Why are they do it like that? Why, why, why? Why? Because I'm broken. Why is a broken letter? And that's why I'm here. So the traditions, Um, I dare, um, if you was like me, I dare all y'all Y-askers to moderate a meeting. Shout out to moderators, man. Y'all are real MVP. And with that, I'm going to leave some time on the clock because it ain't about three minutes for me. It's about a lifetime, one day at a time.
2: Whoa, that caught me off guard. Charles, thanks for your share.
0: Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have Craig F. followed by Anita L. Good morning, Craig.
13: Good morning, Kelly. This is Craig F., recovered in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Good morning, everybody. Um, the uh, uh, Everybody is responding here because we see the traditions and what's being written uh, in these three paragraphs. But uh, I, I believe, and I can be corrected on this, that the, that the traditions had not been codified yet. Uh, uh, maybe codified is not the right word because it's not law, but, um, it is, uh, uh, they hadn't been organized and listed as 12 traditions yet. Uh, you know, sometimes we tend to think of the history of this, uh, organization, like, uh, Moses coming down off a mountain with two stone tablets, the steps on one and the traditions on the other. And it didn't happen that way. It happened or organically. Um, you know, there was a a process uh, they recognized the need for some of these things and and eventually got around to writing uh, the traditions down eventually got around to putting out the, the 12 and 12 and, and doing some other things that uh, but it but that i don't believe it happened yet at this juncture in 1939 um, so uh, it was important to write this stuff down uh, and, and, re, and to remind others as well as ourselves that uh, that we have uh, some guidelines here. Uh, another thing I want to uh, I want to um, sh- see is I see is that it's talking about being mostly business or professional folks, um, and and then the, of course the organization started out that way. Uh, you know, people tend to attract like people. The bill was a a, a uh, Stockbroker, stock analyst whatever it was, and Bob was a doctor the number three was a lawyer and they they tended to know and 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 share with people of a uh, similar station in life and yet the the program did grow you know they 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 got out and and uh eventually got to to more working class people more uh uh, uh Hands-on people, more uh, housewives, more um, women, more people of, of different ethnicities and, and backgrounds, and, and it grew again organically. That um, you know, the fellowship changed over the years, and I, I think it's kind of important to, to see that and remember that, and, and be grateful that uh, that it was. Uh, organic enough to keep growing and and keep changing and because it it certainly has uh, saved my life and and I think most of us on here would attest to the fact that it saved our lives so uh, anyway those were the things that I saw that I want to point out and with that I'll pass thank you
0: perfect timing Craig F Uh, so thanks for your share and next up is Anita L followed by Linda D good morning Anita
11: Good morning, Kelly. Thanks for your service. This is Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia. And I wanted to share on the anonymity piece also. Um, I remember when I first started OA, uh, I don't remember how long I was in. Um, It was 1978, and I was out with some friends and for some reason, I started talking about God. Somebody must have asked me, what are you doing that's different? You know, maybe maybe the transformation had happened already, and they noticed my behavior and, and my food was different. And so I, I shared about OA, and I shared about the higher power, and I remember, this is the part, I remember feeling really embarrassed that I was talking about God. I was new Uh, when I first came to OA. I just totally ignored the whole God piece. I shut that out until I was desperate. And the thought came to me, let go and let God. That's what they say in OA. And from that point on, the miracle happened. I had a spiritual experience. And since that time, um, today I, I shout from the rooftops. I'm so proud to admit and, and share with others that it's my higher power who is the one who has brought me peace and serenity and uh you know going on a cruise and coming home and stepping on the scale and seeing the the number go down 9 pounds. Uh to me that was like totally insane. That was a miracle. I weighed myself three times because I couldn't believe it and I said thank you God because it's no longer up to me when I when I take that surrender and turn my and turn my will and my life over to the care of my higher power, <clears throat> then um, it's no longer up to me where my weight goes, how my behavior is. It's it's up to me to carry the message, and I do so. And uh, last Friday, I remember going to my big book meeting. We have a big book meeting at 10 o'clock in Philadelphia here. It's fabulous. And sharing... Uh, the good news—we're going to start the book over in the a Vision for You meeting. And if you want the information, please see me at the end end of the meeting. And the leader said, "Oh, they can just look in the basket. We have a, a flyer with um, the phone number of a Vision for You." And that just shows that the the message has been carried. Time. Um, and so I'm grateful. Thank you,
0: God. Amen. Thank you. Thank. Thank you so much, Anita L., for your share. Next up will be Linda D., followed by Melissa C. Good morning, Linda.
5: Good morning. It's Linda D. from Connecticut. Can you hear me? me? I can. Oh, good. Uh, If I sound a little weird, I've been sick all week. Um, On Monday, I celebrated something very, very special to me, um, my five years of being recovered. And... um, for that, and my sponsor also had a fantastic anniversary of 15 years and so many months. Um, the the gratitude that I feel to OA, I've been in OA uh, 37 years. I've I've done everything everybody talks about. I've had the recovery with you know group support, and I mean you know abstinence with group support and all of that. I had some spiritual experience and quite a lot, but it never held together until visions. So for each and every visions person who's been around for a while, you may be familiar with my voice, I send you my love and my gratitude for your humility and your generosity of spirit. Um, Because without you, God has no skin to work through. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say is that I had one of the most difficult weeks when I thought, oh, this is going to be a celebration. It was very difficult because of a circumstance in my house, and uh, my health went down the toilet in a small way, but it was uh, crippling. And it's been a rough week, and I still was able to... Keep it together because I'm listening and asking God, what do you want me to do next? What do you want me to do next? And doing it. And if I don't do that, Lance touched on this. If I don't do that, I go right down the toilet. Because I'm human. I have nothing to apologize for if I'm careful and a lot to be happy about, no matter what. And um, I know when to break my anonymity now to help people. But before I would just kind of blab it because I was so thrilled and I wanted to save the world, forget that. People will show up and you'll know eventually over time when to say what to who. And sometime you get a fish, you hook a fish, and it's wonderful. I had a couple of those experiences yesterday just when I needed it. And it was subtle, and I let it be, and let's see what happens uh, so I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much for loving me back to life, and I love you. And I love you. I best. I best.
0: Thank you, Linda D., uh, for your share. Next up will be Melissa C., followed by Naomi B. Good morning, Melissa.
14: Hi. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you so much for your service. It's Melissa C., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in New York, and... I'm just amazed that you could hear all those voices. That's just uh, incredible. Um, You know, I'm I'm thinking, like, on this anonymity thing and, and like, how, you know, Bill, like me, um, is an egomaniac, you know, who wants lots of attention and wants lots of uh, accolades when you're feeling on top of the world, you know. And how is it that this guy then goes to, You know, this is probably, not probably, this was his greatest accomplishment. And here he can't even attach his name to it, you know. Um, And that is, wow, for me that's like a great lesson, you know, that the things, because I only wanted to be anonymous um, when I wasn't, proud or when I wasn't happy about what I was doing. You know, when I was 300 pounds, I was praying to be anonymous. I was praying to be invisible, to not, you just shouldn't notice me. I should just get past. I should just pass like I'm a normal person. And yet, you know, um, and and in the past, any time I had lost weight, I really, really wanted a lot of praise and attention. It was like, it It was a high. It was the high I substituted for the high of the food. And I would go to places and then come home mad if not enough people would notice. And, you know, and that is not, you know, anonymity. That's total self-centeredness and not useful for anybody except for me and actually wasn't even all that useful for me in the end. You know, and yet um, today, you know, this principle of anonymity means that um that whatever wonderful things come into my life as a result of this incredible program, these twelve steps, I cannot attach my name to it in a way that promotes me. I cannot sell, you know, my services. There's no commission on whom I sponsor, on who I help and 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 how much weight they lose—none of it. There's no um, financial gains to be made from it, and there's no fame to be like achieved by it. And so, you know, I, and I have a job, right? I have a vocation. I have a financial responsibility, and and at times when I'm at work, I do get a wonderful opportunity to carry the message because I do work with people who ask and that's when I can make a choice for me, you know. But it's not to promote me, it's to promote recovery, you know. Thank you. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Melissa C., uh, for your share. And next up is Naomi B., followed by Mara Z. Good morning, Naomi.
15: Hi. Good morning, Kelly. Can you hear me okay? I can. Okay, good. Good morning, family. This is Naomi, a very grateful recovery survivor reader outside Philadelphia. You know, It's funny, I think back to my first meeting that I went to, my OA meeting was February 7th of 2011, and there was a lady there, and and I too am going to kind of circle around anonymity, Um, there was a lady there that befriended me, and other than going to a couple of the OA meetings in the late 70s, uh, this was all new and foreign to me. And so she befriended me, and I shared some stuff with her. And then I went to another meeting, and... Someone else came up to me and said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about X, Y, and Z. And I stood there, and it was like, but I didn't tell you. And, you know, in my worst day in the food, I was never gossip. I just didn't, I did enough damage with the food. I didn't have to get into gossiping. It wasn't part of my character. And when this when this person came up and, and said these things to me, I just looked at him, and it was like, I don't understand what's going on here. I thought I was in a safe place. Well, you know, <laughs> people are going to be people regardless of where you go. And it's so valuable to me, even more so. I drill down on this anonymity when I talk to people because it's so important. Whatever our lives are, unless I directly share something with you, it's it's none of your business. And I feel so blessed that I have a program that, you know, I learned early on in program how I asked God to put his one arm around my shoulder and the other one over my mouth, and that works for so many different ways, and it's wonderful. I love what someone said earlier about, thank you for loving me into this program. Wow, and that is so true. I am doing stuff. Life doesn't stop happening. Like my darling husband yesterday, driving to work, he was driving down the driveway and he made a right turn and he didn't clear the wall. And I have a huge scratch and a dent in my car. And I was like shocked. It was like, who is this person? I saw it last night when he picked me up after work. I wanted to cry, but I remained very calm. And I didn't go off on him like a rocket and i didn't sit with a a huge bag of something and it was like how is this happening it's this program it's working the steps it's it's god it's absolutely god thank you so much for allowing me to share and i pass
0: thank you Naomi B for your share and next up is Mara Z good morning mara
12: good morning miss kelly and thank you for your service Starting my timer. More is he recovered, gratefully so, in Virginia. Anonymity. So there's a lot to be said about anonymity. And one of the things that, that I remembered while I was listening to the shares and incredible shares this morning, um, a new list of people I have to reach out to and talk to now, um, is one of the things that I came upon in my early days of OA and and in some circles it's it still exists and that is um, this this idea of we don't share um, we don't tell who our sponsors are and I I don't understand that I used to understand that but I don't understand it now and I'll tell you why anonymity does not say we don't speak among ourselves um, and, and we don't um, then tell each other who our sponsors are. Anonymity says that we don't break each other's anonymity inside or outside the rooms. And so if someone wants to know that, you know, who my sponsor is, unless my sponsor has directly told me do not share that information, I don't have a problem with that. If, if I want to share that my sponsor X, Y, and Z um, you know, told me such and such about the program, then I don't have a problem with that. If someone wants to say my sponsor Mora told me X, Y, and Z, I don't have a problem with that because that person is going to be speaking to another person in the program. Do I have a problem when someone tells something about me personally, about my personal business? Yes, but not about the program if i heard somebody share something at a meeting that helps me in my program then i don't have a problem saying i heard this at a meeting the other day we don't include names because we need to remember its principles over personalities that's the piece of anonymity that seems to be lost sometimes in my experience in my experience You know, when we hear something, a world pearl of wisdom at a meeting, when I hear something, I'm going to share it. I'm going to say, this is what I heard at my vision meeting this morning. And it doesn't matter who said it. It matters that it was a pearl. It was a gem, something that I could share with another suffering compulsive overeater. And I don't know if I just confused 331 people, but that's my take on it. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly.
0: Thank you, Marzi, uh, for your share. And we have time for one more share. Who would like to share?
14: Vasa Oh? Vasa O. Yvonne C. All
0: right, Vasa, we, I heard you. So everybody press star one. And Vasa, you've got three minutes.
16: Thank you, Kelly. Please remind me if I go over because I, I have the tendency to go over. And uh, thank you, Kelly, for your service. And I'm um, vastly grateful. Recovered compulsive Vida, calling from Florida. And thank you, everybody. Thank you everybody. And thank you for everybody's service this morning. And uh, I remember going to my first meeting, and you know, any, and I still go to some meetings where they use the tools. And I remember reading the tool of anonymity at the beginning was very I was very, very strict about it. I wouldn't even share I mean I know like we're supposed to keep the person's name anonymous, but any wisdom I hear from a meeting I share with other people, but I don't connect the name so but I was very, very strict at the at the beginning. you know within the fellowship anonymity means that we Whatever we share with another OA member will be held in respect and confidence. What we hear at meetings should remain there. However, it should be understood that anonymity must not be used in limit of activities uh, within the fellowship. But anyways, I you know, I, for me, I have no problem breaking my own anonymity. I was so grateful when I came to over it is Anonymous. I just wanted to tell the world. I wanted to get up on the top of the roof of my house and tell, hey, anybody struggling with food, come, um, you know, the, you know, I have found the solution to my problem. But anyway, some people wanted to hear it, some people didn't. It didn't matter. You know, so, and then I end up, you know, my family thought I was going to a crazy place anyways, you know, oh, you're going over there with these crazy people, you know, and then, I just had to ignore them. I needed to go where I, I felt good and comfortable. And I remember throwing a party one time, so everybody came from the, a lot of people came from the meeting, so my family knew who they were. Oh, they acted like normal people, you know. I don't know what they thought. But anyways, uh, from, I I think I there's more stigma for women for me. This was like many, many years ago to admit that I was going to AA, you know. But going to OA, I really didn't have that much problem admitting because, you know, everybody, a lot of people struggle with the food addiction. I mean, like 65 of the population struggles with the food out in, in, in the world. So I'm very, very happy to, you know, to share my experience, strength, and hope. But I don't shove it. I don't make, you know... I just, it's almost like I heard somebody at the meetings, it's like a delivery, be the delivery person, deliver the message, and it's up to them to do whatever they want to do. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Perfect timing, Vasa. Thank you for your share, and I just wanted to share real quick um, and just say, I'm just grateful today, I have to remember this is a program of attraction, not promotion, I spent years talking the talk and not walking the walk, so I don't have to get on the corners and shout it out and proselytize this program. I just have to work it and be an example and uh, grateful for that today. So um, thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second Unrecorded Hour of study immediately following the closing the share id for today Friday December 14 2018 is 12300 0, 0. 12300 0, 0. so we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164 followed by the serenity prayer will jen a please read a vision for you our book is meant to be suggestive only